Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Passport to Paris. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Big Macs. Uh... Don't you mean Le McDonald's? Oh, yes. Le McDonald's. <laughs> I'm sorry, who doesn't like McDonald's? I know. And don't you think that McDonald's is even better when you're on holiday in a different country? Oh, yeah. Those menu choices slap. I was in Berlin last year <laughs> and they did curly fries at McDonald's. What? Game changer. It was so good. Wow. Oh. The range of Fanta is just fantastic. <laughs> It's like Fanta Ananas. (laughs) Delicious. Also, I want to move to Scandinavia just for the fact that they do Dime McFlurry. Oh my God. Like, sorry, why do we have to be left with plain old dairy milk? Yeah, could you get more basic? Ugh, spice it up a little bit. Like, why does Oreo flavour have to be a limited edition? Mm -hmm. The best one. Anyway, welcome back to the McDonald's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, today we're talking about Passport to Paris, which is a Mary-Kate and Ashley straight-to-VHS movie, which launched on the 9th of November, 1999. (gasps) It is a VHS masterpiece, for sure. And 1999, that was pretty much the time when the Olsen twins were at the peak of their fame. And the plot follows twin sisters, Melanie and Alison, as they're sent to Paris to visit their grandfather. And during the trip, they fall in love with France, as well as two French boys. Ooh la la. (laughs) (laughs) This was actually the Olsen twins' first international adventure. Really? Yeah. Oh, congrats for them. And their first on-screen kiss. So this is a romance film that highlights very important issues about water. (laughs) It's a public service announcement video, basically. Yeah. All about water cleanliness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, these girls are just living their best life in France. And they're doing the kind of things that all French people do, you know, like 
sword fighting with French baguettes in front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Just like, you know, all Parisians do. Yeah, an average Wednesday. <laughs> this film also has lipstick turntables, boy scoping and phone headsets. Not to mention a Comic Sans introduction and a green screen moment we can never forget. <laughs> no matter how hard we try. <laughs> We need to discuss the green screen. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen first found fame on a show called Full House. They played Michelle Tanner. But, you know, as Hollywood does, normally if there's a young child, they will get twins to play that one character. Yeah. Um, just so that they can be on set for longer than like 30 minutes or something. Right. And then from that, they starred in Billboard Dad it takes two as well and they also had a tv series on nickelodeon called two of a kind i love mary kate and ashley like so much we grew up with them in like magazines and mm. you know they were icons really everyone yeah. wanted to be mary kate and ashley yeah and i'm just like a bit upset that we don't see more of them in today's day and age right they really have stepped out of the limelight <sighs> like i know i understand not everyone wants social media but i would kill for a mary kate and ashley instagram account <gasps> do you they know? not even have instagram no i just want outfit inspo you know <laughs> yeah well i mean they are doing so well in fashion so how did they get into the fashion world is this like brigitte hooking them up basically yeah <laughs> she's like i know these two girls they're fantastic <laughs> i love them more than chocolate ice cream <laughs> <laughs> not possible <laughs> I don't know where that accent is coming from. <laughs> uh, we apologise to all our 55 French listeners. Yeah. <laughs> we love you and we mean it as a compliment. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> Au revoir. So have you ever been to Paris? I have, but not in ages, actually. Like... Oh, actually, it was only a couple of years ago. <laughs> Whoops, left that much of an impression on me. <laughs> no, I loved it. I loved Paris. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I went a few years ago as well. I absolutely loved it. But packing was hard because it was like, I need something that's as cute, but also girl going to eat 500 croissants a day. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so this film is anything but snooze and cruise. Yeah, totally. Let's get into our first category. category. Jinx! Barney, Marnie, Flani, Barney. Oh, oh, finally. <laughs> I don't know why I was holding my breath while you were jinxing me. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing we don't wait five minutes between categories. Yeah, and now for an ad break. No! Right. Okay. So let's talk about best supporting character because there are quite a few in this film. Yeah. First of all, I think we should give a shout out to the hotties in the film, the cute boys. So we've got Shane and Kyle. Oh, yeah. Very strong American names. Yeah. Like classic American names slash like you could imagine like high school bullies called Shane and Kyle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they will totally slam your head in the locker and maybe kick you on the football field. <laughs> What? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know. They're nice, you know. Yeah, except they get Mel and Ali mixed up. Oh, yeah, that's And true. then also, as soon as they realise that they can't go to the spring fling, 
they dump them and get two two more dates instead. Well, that's true. And also, dude, let's snag some lime slime. Like, call it jelly, you freak. <laughs> anyway, so we've got, yeah, Shane and Carl. But then what about the French counterparts, Jean and Michel? Jean and Michel. They're cute. So cute. You know, both of them are American. They weren't actually friends. Oh, what? Yeah, so Jean was played by a guy called Brocker Way. Apparently it's a real name. Oh. <laughs> um, he's a film composer nowadays and he's Kurt Russell's nephew randomly. Wow. Yeah. I liked it. I thought Jean was nice, but then there's that moment where he like stands up and yells at the French waiter to get, he asked for like Ali's ketchup to be on the side of her dish. I don't know actually what he says there, but he does say something like, Layer! And then he like smokes with a breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's like on the same level as walrus tasks using chopsticks, a la Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Although I used to get those candy sticks and pretend to smoke with them. Oh, yeah. We're a different generation. You wouldn't see a kid doing that nowadays. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, but I mean, I'm sorry. Shouting at somebody working in like the service industry, that is never cool or romantic. No. But Ali's like loving it. <laughs> and then Michelle was played by Ethan Peck. Um, and he's still an actor nowadays. <gasps> So good for him. He was very cute in his little black turtleneck. His grandfather is Gregory Peck, who is a very famous American actor from the 1940s. Wow. Yeah. And he's very handsome back in the day. Oh, wow. Mm. Grandpappy got me acted gig. Why is he Southern? (laughs) Don't put that in. We'll keep it in. No. Wow. So it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, basically. And you know who I want to (laughs) know? Henri, the chef. (gasps) Yes. Le Mickey Donald in my kitchen. I'm going to faint. I'm not sure if his accent really sounds that French, you know? I don't think anyone in this film is French. (laughs) No. Is it all just one big green screen? (laughs) I I mean... Maybe. You don't see a lot. No. I I thought he sounded a bit like Borat. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. But Mm. he he was funny. He had some really great moments, Um, even though he's like, ugh, I can never eat a hamburger. Like, grow up. You're supposed, if you're a chef, you're supposed to appreciate all types of cuisine, right? Exactly. So he was nice. He definitely like kind of warmed to the girls after a while. Yeah. After they forgave him for serving them foie gras. Why would you give that to a 12-year-old? I know. And he's like, okay, if you don't like this, why don't you have frog legs? Or why don't you have snails? Why don't you feed me something nice? <laughs> Do you know what? This is the reason why I can never go on I'm a Celeb, hypothetically, <laughs> if I was a celeb. Because even the nice food is mm. like, oh, here's a squirrel. Yeah. Here's some wombat. Nah. No. I don't like it. No one does frites and steak like the French. Oh, my God. Or a coq Another French character in this film who I think we need to talk about is Brigitte. (gasps) Brigitte! Brigitte, stunning, gorgeous Brigitte, Mm. who falls in love with Jeremy. I love that whole romance arc in the film. In fact, that might be my favourite plot of the film. Really? Yeah, it's really cute. And I love that she was not remotely patronizing to the girls at all, despite them being like 12 year olds. Yeah. She was so nice to them. You know, there's that amazing shopping montage Mm -hmm. and yeah she's really sweet so sweet although online there's lots of people like oh stranger danger you know why did she just go up to two 12 year olds and be like hey i'm brigitte no she was just in the cafe already yeah nice they were struggling to order what was it two drinks two drinks yeah they got two fish instead (laughs) 
So, um, delicious. <laughs> so she had to help them. Yeah. I love Jeremy. Oh, yeah. You know, at the beginning, he was a bit annoying. Unlock the door. And they're like, yeah, literally, like, against the glass. Faces <laughs> squished against the glass. Although, if you notice in that scene, on the other side of the car, the window is a hundred percent down so he could have just climbed in and like opened the door that way but okay good one jeremy and you're expecting to be promoted by the grandpa good luck yeah you think you can find water solutions and you can't even find a solution to opening the door (laughs) (laughs) i actually have a few guy friends i call j-man they call him j-man in this i like it maybe subconsciously that's where i've got it from yeah yeah so if you know me and your name is jamie or jeremy or anything yeah you will be j-man to me at some point jeremy has a real character arc and he yes you're right he's like yeah he is annoying at the beginning but then he warms up to the girls and then the girls are nice back and they help him and he helps them yeah it's, it's very cute i think watching this as an adult you feel bad for him kind of you know at the beginning yeah. you're like come on he's just trying to do his job he's just trying to like look after them and then you know they play him a bit yeah, like, you know, he's just come into work Monday morning and it's like, oh, Jeremy, by the way, I didn't tell you you're going to be chaperoning two 12 year olds for the week. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I'm not a babysitter. And also you haven't promoted me. Yeah. Worst supporting character should actually be grandfather Ugh. for treating Jeremy that way. And also, you know, nice house, not a nice attitude. No, <laughs> so rude and cold and distant, especially like for not being with your granddaughters so many years like take the week off spend time with them i wish he was a bit more like the grandfather in the parent trap (laughs) oh that's cute someone else maybe we should mention is monsieur de beauvoir you know he's just coming in there being the monsieur he is and the girls literally serve him mercury water yeah poor monsieur (laughs) i know you know just to kind of prove the point that paris needs better tap water and they're Mm. like um it's a parasite-filled tap water <laughs> with a mercury content of 27 parts per billion. Uh, Excuse me, you're poisoning, like, this really important guy. Poor guy. Yeah, poor Monsieur de Beauvoir. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Can't spell parasite without Paris. <laughs> right, so shall we award best supporting character? Absolutely. And I can think of no one more deserving than Francois the butler. Oh, Francois. He had two snails thrown out his face. He had wine spat in his face. (laughs) Basically, his face is like a target. And yet he's always like so professional. Literally, they could (laughs) kick him in the shins and he'd be like, charmed, mademoiselle. (laughs) Ow! Yeah, oh, Francois. Yeah, but he helps the girls throughout. There's that scene when the girls are playing music upstairs and, like, Francois is kind of dancing. Along with that, like, random maid that we've never been introduced to and she's kind of just, like, dusting, but, like, breaking it down. (laughs) She is so good. She's amazing. She's got moves. She wants to really be a professional dancer. Yeah, and then the grandpa's like, a whole staff have gone batty. (laughs) Do you know what? I like to share a grape juice with Francois any day yeah in fact i think we should have him on the podcast one day you know what he'd say what jammed mademoiselle what did he even have a french accent i can't even remember he speaks like franglish (laughs) (laughs) next up is most iconic outfit and i feel like mary kate and ashley were quite the trendsetters back in the day oh yeah there's a scene right at the beginning where ali and mel are getting ready 
for a day out and Ali's like, sparkles? Mm, too risky. Hat? Blocks your face. Like they knew, they, they knew accessorizing from the get-go. They did. And also I saw someone online, right? No matter where and when I see butterfly clips, my day is instantly made. Oh. Butterfly clips were where it's at. You'd have like five in your hair, you know? Something the girls do really well is obviously like the twin thing where they're not wearing the same outfit, but they get the same item of clothing, but in a different color. Right, yes. Yeah. Forgive me if I've got this the wrong way around, but Melanie wears pink and Alice and wears blue right okay it could be the other way around je suis désolé if i've got that wrong <laughs> one accessory that i love is mel's pen mustache that she paints on and she's like i am henri the american cooking it tastes like the caca poo poo <laughs> such a look until she realizes that that was Sharpie pen. <laughs> One of my favorite twin set outfits that they have is when they arrive in Paris. They're in the cab on the way to grandfather's. Mm. Um, and they're wearing like the little black leather jackets. They've got their pedal pushers. They've got chunky wedges, which they kick off when they get into the house and start jumping on the bed. Very Lizzie McGuire animation. Yes. Do you think? Definitely. And then they've got those like sunglasses that are really, small that just don't cover your eyes like no no, no uv protection <laughs> i'm sure that's what they were thinking of oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're like pink tinted and blue tinted yeah and then they've got like matching crossover bags yes kind of like crossover like rucksacks one strap at the front is really big this was a huge thing in the 90s but what i think is really funny is that there's like a pouch on the strap for your cell phone they didn't have phones <laughs> like what's it for i'm just gonna put my polos in here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know oh my god yeah you would so do that wouldn't you like, oh what can i put in here oh my pez dispenser or something pez dispenser. you know i love that yeah except when you just eat the whole pack in one second you're like oh <laughs> that was such a look but you know who else gave a really great look Who? michelle and his black bucket hat and polo neck combination. Like, we get it. You're French. <laughs> it was a lot. And also, it looked like the height of summer. And yet his commitment to, like, a knitted polo was amazing. A black polo neck is a timeless staple. Yeah. The French do it well. Was he the, the originator? Oh, 100%. <laughs> so another person who is obviously like the height of fashion is Brigitte. Of course. So when we're first introduced to her in the film, when she's at the cafe, she's wearing like a salmon leather jacket. Mm. And then she's got this white cowboy hat on. And it kind of complements her like auburn hair, you know? Yeah. It's like blow dried and like... She's looking good. Yeah. Just love that outfit. And then also she has some other moments. So one when they meet her in the gardens mm -hmm. and she's doing her like model fashion shoot and she's got like a long black maxi dress, which is like figure hugging and it's got like emu feathers and like an emu feather hat. <laughs> right. And then when she takes the girls shopping and they're like skipping down the street in like the shopping montage yeah. moment, uh, <laughs> she's got um this like huge hat that I could only describe as like a Guinness hat. If yeah, you get me. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, but not. Black hat with yellow sunflowers on. Yeah, it's cow print. It gets worse, Emily. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cow print and sunflower motifs on her big Guinness hat. Honey, you're supposed to be a supermodel. And then she's skipping down the road with two 12-year-olds. Like, where are your friends? Where's <laughs> 
we should award most iconic outfit to the black and red dresses that grandfather buys the girls. You know, the ones with the little cute little flower embroidery on. Yeah. I think every girl across the land wanted to own those dresses. But what does annoy me about that scene is obviously grandfather presents these dresses to the girls in like big boxes. Huge gift boxes with like ribbon on the top. But they're like deep, aren't they? Yeah, I'm sorry, but if you're strolling towards me with that big box and a big bow, I'm assuming that there's going to be a little golden retriever in there (laughs) waiting for Emily. (laughs) Like a little puppy. Yeah, and instead it's just like this tiny dress. Even when he's trying to be nice to them, he's still being a dick. Yeah. (laughs) You thought I bought you something huge. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, only laughing in French. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, turn on your hi-fi because, oh, wait, sorry, turn off your hi-fi because we are about to discuss best musical moments. I'm just like, oh, I can't be bothered to listen to them anymore. (laughs) Crank it up. You know, that kind of like 90s vibes music. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Guys, we need to level with you. This soundtrack is anything but iconic. (laughs) And even online, it's really difficult to find the songs that feature in this film. Yeah. So our list is limited. So there is one called Sugar by Stretch Princess. And this may appear in some of the other Mary-Kate and Ashley films. Um, I mean, when we looked it up, the artwork for Our Lips Are Sealed came up. That's the one where Mary-Kate and Ashley are in Sydney. So maybe they just bought the license to the song. They're like, well, let's just cram it in as many (laughs) 
VHS was as possible. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, that's good direction. <laughs> I really like that song. It's when the girls are like, oh no, we promised Jeremy we were going to be back at five and it's 4.45 and they're stressed. And the boys drive them on their mopeds back to the American ambassador house. Mm. Embassy? Embassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into politics. Yeah. Side note, these boys are, what, 14? How are they allowed to be on mopeds? I have no idea. Is that a rule in France? I think you can only have a driving license if you're 18. So what's going on? I'm not sure. In the States, you can drive when you're 16, right? Yeah. But like, does someone have to be in the car with you? Here's what Google is saying. Mm. Sorry, it's not loading. (laughs) (laughs) To rent a scooter in Paris, you must be... At least 18 years old. And these guys are what in the film? 15? Or I think they're 14. Hmm. What's going on? Was this a rule in the 90s? It was the 90s. <laughs> What's the seatbelt? We need it was the 90s on like a t-shirt or something. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe their like mum was driving behind them the whole time. Or maybe it was like a remote control situation where it looks like the boys are driving, but really. <laughs> they're being pulled on a string. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, let's drive in one straight line. <laughs> like, no, no, let's go down this corner. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Pickles. That is funny. I mean, the only other really musical moment I can think of is when, obviously, the maid is doing her dusting. You know, the one we spoke about earlier. Like, yeah. Dust, dust. Well. <laughs> she does a full-on like like lean back yeah you know who her daughter is who i want to lock and clock and dance <laughs> and break i want to lock and clock pop pop and jam and break is that even legal it is in parry <laughs> she's loving life i mean look whatever you got to do to make your day more interesting right <laughs> fine Woo! but i feel like we should give best musical moment to one of the only other songs that we can find the information on. But coincidentally, it's a bop called Living in the Hood. And it is played when Ali and Mel first get to the embassy and they find their room. They're putting posters up on the walls inexplicably. Like, girls, you're there for a week. Don't put blue tack on the wallpaper, please. <laughs> <laughs> and they're dancing on the beds and jumping up and down on them, listening to this this track. Mm. There's this really weird moment in this scene where they're like, they're jumping on the bed and they both get down and they suddenly get really close to each other and are, are like intimately dancing. And then oh. the grandfather comes in, he's like, what's all this noise? But like, honestly, if you rewatch the scene, which you can find on YouTube, yeah. they jump off and they just, they just get a bit close and like sexy with each other. And it's like, ah, what's going on? We're twins. <laughs> We're the same person. <laughs> It's probably pretty innocent, no? I mean, of course it's innocent. But just watching it from like a different perspective, I'm like... Who directed this? Yeah. I'll tell you who directed this. Alan Meta. I thought you were going to make a joke, but you're just being (laughs) factual. (laughs) Oh, all right. (laughs) Hmm. Well, food for thought. Yeah. Sugar. Sugar. Okay, so let's talk about best quotes. And what I love so much is the high school sequence that we get at the beginning of the film. High school in the 90s was like a different world. Especially American high schools. Oh my God. So it's kind of like a montage kind of showing Mel and Ali's like day-to-day life. And there's a moment where you're seeing the girls talking to 
a school friend talking in like so much slang that it's not even making sense (laughs) she goes she was totally edging on my squeeze so i dinged her with my bounce bounce to the numbers lab which translates as you know she was talking to my crush so i threw an eraser at her in math like speak normally (laughs) insane very big how do you do fellow kids energy like come on writers alan (laughs) what's your obsession with the director (laughs) I love the bit where they're looking in the microscope in science lab. Mm. And Melanie goes, it's true. Kelly has split ends. <laughs> so this is where all of our obsession with split ends came from, by the way. 1999, if you want to go back that far to your subconscious <laughs> mind. That's when you started picking up the scissors and going, hmm. Yeah. And cutting it yourself. You can blame Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Justice for Kelly, man. Yeah, there's also another hilarious moment where they're trying to like make the popular girls feel scared about the food they're eating because they don't want them to talk to Shane and Kyle. Yes. And they're like, the meat was so bad, it had E. coli and F. coli. (laughs) (laughs) That is really clever. Yeah. I love that. I just love that. So good. I also love when Ali and Mel are talking to the parents. They say, that class is so S and C. Snooze and cruise. (laughs) Just say the words. It's quicker. Oh, guys. And then there's the moment where, you know, the note that's been kicked around the classroom to get to Mel. Which side note, how do the other kids know where to kick that note to? (laughs) Like, huh? They could kick it to the teacher. And he's like, oh. He reads it. He's like, (laughs) Kyle, (laughs) you want to take me to the spring fling dance? But yeah, he the teacher picks up the note. He's like, "Hey, Mel, how about me and Shane take you and Al out to the spring fling dance?" Well, Melanie, what do you have to say for yourself? And then she writes back, "Definitely." So funny. Yeah, no, they're great. So when they get to Paris, they're equally as sassy. When they're out having lunch, they say to Jeremy, "Jeremy, it's totally rude to digi dial during lunch. Totally." And then it leads into the other really iconic line, which is, I think I'll order drinks to start. You're going to order for us? De poussons, s'il vous plaît. D'accord. Merci. My French teacher says I'm a natural. <laughs> and then obviously, instead of two drinks that arrive, two fish. Yeah, great. I mean, boisson, poisson. Mm. Easy mistake. <laughs> And then they're not the only ones getting a bit tongue-tied over the language. When Ali asks John, do you like your school? He replies, when the rain comes, I am sad. (laughs) (laughs) There's also the moment where Ali's teaching John how to speak American. Mm. And she's like, that geek is a total freak show. That geek is a total freak show. Wow. And then what did she say? A few more key phrases and you'll be ready for junior high in California. (laughs) Cute. I love their relationship the best, I think, in this film. Because there's that moment where the girls have to say to the boys, like, out the window, we can't come with you to the dance. You know, grandfather won't let us or whatever. Dick. (laughs) Honestly, have a heart attack. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He's awful. Too far? Too far? Too far, too far. Okay. And then <laughs> Jean is like, Bonsoir, mon creme brulee. Aww. I think that's cute, but is that? Well, you're calling me like a thick, heavy dessert. <laughs> oh, she thick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Merci. As long as I'm not a moose. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jinx. Barney. Thank you. Now, I have a real issue when Mel and Ali are kind of standing up against Henri about <gasps> their food. Yeah. So Mel and Ali are trying to convince Henri to have McDonald's mm. and he's trying to convince them to eat like some type of egg, uh, quail egg or yeah. something. Gross. Um, I know which side of the table I'd want to be on. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like a kind of cowboy showdown. They're like, you know, three, two, one. But then Mel stops Henri from picking up cutlery. And she's like, wait, it's called a hamburger. You have to eat it with your hands. Hand hamburger. That's not the same word. It's not called a handburger. <laughs> <laughs> I would like one handburger, please. Uh? <laughs> Like, what on earth? How did that stay in the script? It makes no sense. Is it supposed to be funny? You know, like when I was younger, I used to say biscotti. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, but... But she's making such a thing of like, duh, it's called <laughs> hamburger. You have to eat it with your hands. Yeah. That, what? No, no, no. Those aren't the same words. Yeah, I was like four <laughs> or five. This is your sign to not go into McDonald's and say, I would like a hamburger, please. Yeah. Or where's your cutlery? <laughs> cutlery with a big mac no but i do use cutlery with pizza if it's available oh yeah yeah 100 you know, you know. holding it in a restaurant etiquette etiquette thank you <laughs> so there's another bit where the mom barbara porter um but you know at the beginning she's saying to the girls look i know your grandpa's not great with you girls mom that's like saying the titanic's not great with icebergs <laughs> That's not the only reference to Titanic in this movie. Like, I think Titanic came out like two years before. So everyone's still talking about it. There's also the bit where Mo and Ali are speaking about grandpa. I can't believe grandpa had such a cow over the wine spritzer. It was an accident. Why can't he be like other grandfathers? You know, the sweet old guy who sits in rocking chairs and brings us presents and tells us how smart and funny we are. (laughs) Face it, we don't have a grandfather. We have an ambassador. (laughs) I want that ambassador money, though. Yeah, and they do get the presents at the end. Yeah, and a nice inheritance. Yeah. (laughs) One day. (laughs) Grandfather, I poured some lovely tap water for you. (laughs) If you like mercury. (laughs) But before you drink, just why don't you sign this piece of paper? (laughs) Oh, my God. But yes, speaking of the wine spritzer, maybe we should go on to best quote yes and obviously it involves best supporting character Francoise yes so they're sat at the dinner table it's their first night and they go man this country's weird grape juice with dinner no no it's not grape juice that's wine (laughs) a fine Beaujolais if I'm not mistaken (laughs) (laughs) excuse me don't waste all that wine it looked expensive yeah Oh, Francois. Bless him. But hey, he gets a drink on the job now. Great. <laughs> hey, you got to drink alcohol if you want to be working with a grandfather. Oh so true. Francois, why are you always drinking Ribena? <laughs> okay, so now we're going on to Can We Discuss? Yeah, here's something I want to discuss. This movie is like a mashup of all the films that we've reviewed on Hey Now, Hey Now. Okay. So we've got The Princess Diaries with a foreign embassy. Mm-hmm. We've got the Lizzie McGuire movie where she, you know, meets a boy and runs around the city. On a moped. On a moped, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've got 13 going on 30 
with a photo shoot in the park. Like, literally, get some originality. Although, saying that, this came before any of those. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, what's popular? Yeah. <laughs> and also, in um, a later Mary Kate Nashley film, When in Rome, Mary Kate's character has a crush on a guy called Paolo too. So, honestly, anything in pop culture has come from Mary Kate and Ashley. We've got them to thank. Trendsetters. We said it at the start. We did. <laughs> There's that moment that I think we should discuss when the girls are like, no! When they find out that they're going to be in Paris over spring break. <laughs> yes! Um, and they're like, what if we don't get asked out again until we're like 20? Oh. <laughs> that has not aged well. <laughs> for 90s babies you know yeah life happens a bit later for us but i feel like when you're younger the concept of older ages is really warped Mm. so she's saying 20 but she's imagining like 50 you know yeah so i think fine i'm not taking offense to it no Also, can we just say in that scene when they realise that they're going to be in Paris during their school's spring fling, the camera zooms in to one of the girls' mouths when she's saying, no, fades to black. And then the camera comes out of the other twins' mouth and they're still saying, no. Like, it's so unnecessary. Let's add a film transition. You may as well do like... Star wipe. From right. (laughs) Like, hello, was this edited in Windows Movie Maker? Yes. Oh, explains the Comic Sans. (laughs) (laughs) What was it called? Word Art? Yeah. Oh, I'll pick the rainbow, but not not the faded rainbow, though. That's true. I think I always went for the, like, wavy blue with the brown (gasps) background. Oh, I know the one. (laughs) That was classic Word Art. Oh, yeah. Sorry, speaking of Spring Fling, why is it happening during the holiday surely the dance should be during term time yeah or like the last day of school term yeah interesting so that's weird alan (laughs) (laughs) bloody alan man he ruins everything sorry alan if you're listening (laughs) well no here's something that alan is to blame for what the dodgy cgi (gasps) okay we need to discuss okay yes we do when they go to the louvre that was beautifully pronounced thank you they ask Jeremy to take them round. Yeah. Um, or they go to the Louvre and instead of just doing like a, I don't know, a little fade and then they walk out of the Louvre like, oh, you know, we've been round and seen all these sculptures. There's this weird montage where they're like in CGI land. Yeah, like, like walking on like a treadmill. So they've got to be in the same place. <laughs> and there's like flying artwork and like all these multicolored. It looks like they're tripping. It's yeah. Like, it looks like they've had a bit of mercury water before they stepped in. <laughs> And it was just, what's happening? It's so weird and so unnecessary. Yeah. It's bizarre. Also, there's some graphics when you see their plane flying from California to Paris. And it's like so janky. And the plane flies past like a giant Big Ben. Yeah. And then makes like a sudden right flying to Paris. But if you actually look at the map that's flying on, that's not France. It's like Africa, basically, that they're saying that the plane's landed in. Alan! Alan! (laughs) Pay attention! Honestly, it's all (laughs) the details. The other thing I wanted to mention was the shopping montage Mm -hmm. when they're out looking for cute clothes to wear to their date with Brigitte. And instead of going inside the shops and trying on the clothes like any normal person would do, Brigitte and one of the girls are standing outside the shop and the other girl who's trying on clothes comes outside to show them like, oh, look at this. Like, should I get it? What? Go to the changing rooms. What is going on? And also if you took one step 
step out of the shop, it would be like, duh, 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 duh. yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's so cringe when that happens. Oh gosh. And the clothes they're buying. I mean, that hat we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Which, what a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not Vogue. Um, <laughs> another thing I wanted to discuss was when Jeremy and Brigitte go on their like romantic evening stroll when the girls are having their date with the boys on the rooftop mm. and um, they walk past this ice cream cellar and Jeremy's like, oh, I'll have a vanilla. He is so vanilla, but <laughs> of course he would pick vanilla. <laughs> and Brigitte is like, Oh, I'll have a chocolat. You know, what would your flavor be? Oh, pralines and cream any day. Yeah. What about you? Oh, a pistachio. Very mm. nice. Yeah. But I will say I do love vanilla. I'm sorry. But it has to be a certain type of vanilla, like haagen Hell yes. Because when you see the little like dots of like vanilla pod, like that's when you know it's good. Yeah. I'm not like... talking walls. No, 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 no. Soft no. scoop looks kind of yellow yeah like, you want it to look white yeah what's that yellow about alan <laughs> <laughs> side note have you ever seen the mona lisa isn't that in yeah you mean like the tiniest canvas in the world <laughs> it's so small so you think leonardo da vinci painted this massive picture of the mona lisa mm. like maybe like an a3 sized painting that took him forever yeah it's like an a6 card literally it's a postcard yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so tiny yeah so you travel all over the world to see the mona lisa and it's like "Mm." literally i can see a better picture on google no wonder if she's not smiling she's not big enough yeah (laughs) apparently the portrait was bigger once upon a time but someone wanted to frame it yeah and it didn't fit the frame they had so they cut it down Yeah, I mean, this was not recently. This was obviously like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. But like, could you imagine? <laughs> like, what? Alan? I bet Alan was behind it. Alan's ancestors. <laughs> okay, I hope in trivia I'm going to get an A++, like the girls got in social studies. <laughs> okay, well, let's find out. Can you tell me the names of the two cheerleaders at junior high? Um, Helene? And Darlene. Yes! What can I say? We're teenagers. Do you remember when we used to call each other Ia and Bia? I do. And it was spelled E-Y-A-B-Y-A. Cute. But we didn't say this out loud in public. No. It was just between us. Yeah, cute. We are the new Helene. Oh, I forgot that name. (laughs) On to the next one. (laughs) Okay, my question to you. What colour are the roses the boys give Mel and Ali? Ooh... I'm not quite sure. Were they white and yellow? Are we in trouble? You get half a point. Oh. One of them gets a red rose and one of them gets a white rose. Oh, uh, okay. What was Henri carrying when he first met the twins in the kind of like foyer area of the embassy? Carrying? Mm. Carrying something into the kitchen. Was it a roast chicken? <laughs> Are we in trouble? No, it was a sack of French baguettes. Oh. Like, we get it, you're in Paris. Place <laughs> your bread on top, Henri, you know? Okay. Oh, I'd love a sack of baguettes. Oh. Like, straight out the oven. Oui, a bit oui. soft, you know? Oh, delicious. Also, how bad, like, when we were younger, and we'd go in the supermarket, and your mum would innocently buy a baguette and be like, to entertain you, she'd break the end off for you. Yes! Like, wait, you haven't paid for that. <laughs> I mean, I would never do it now, but you're right. I, I used to look forward to that all the time. Okay, my question to you. How many sculptures did Melanie say they looked at? When oh, they walking, no. Walking around the Louvre. 759. <laughs> 
Are we in trouble? Oh, no, no. It was 847. Oh. Sorry. Oh, well. And one of them was a security guard. (laughs) (laughs) A chiseled hunk right by the door. (laughs) Okay, here's my next question to you. Where did Brigitte have her photo shoot? She had them in the Luxembourg Gardens. Yes! What can I say? We're teenagers. Attitude, attitude, attitude. (laughs) Yeah, nothing screams high fashion than a photo shoot in a public park. Come on, Brigitte. I love those gardens. They're so gorgeous. Gorgeous, I know. The little green seats. And also, I don't know if I'm tripping here. It could have been the Mercury. There were goats walking around. Huh? I have not seen goats there. Maybe it escaped (laughs) from Henri's restaurant. (laughs) anything is possible in france okay my next question to you when brigitte leaves the girls in the first scene they meet Mm. instead of the french au revoir she says what she say ciao yes yeah (laughs) what can i say we're teenagers which doesn't make any sense because she's supposed to be french right yeah Unless it's like because she's an international model. Uh, possibly. I say ciao a lot. Ciao. Ciao. I prefer it to bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Peace. Okay, here's my fourth question to you. What McDonald's item does Jeremy forget to order the girls? <laughs> Is it a milkshake? Can you tell me the flavour? Strawberry milkshake? The best one. <laughs> Are we in trouble? It's chocolate. Oh. But I'm with you. Strawberry milkshake is the one. Oh my God. When you have a bit of the strawberry milkshake mm. and then a, a fry. Oh yeah, a chip. Yeah. Elite combo. According to Jean, French girls walk around looking stroppy, but American girls walk around like what? Oh my God. He is like, bonjour, bonjour. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. What can I say? teenagers is that true <laughs> like are all american girls like that <laughs> i think so i think british girls we'd walk around like hi hi yeah oh like oh have you seen emily in paris oh. <laughs> watch as emily in paris once <laughs> hey i want to go to paris so i can be emily in paris just don't be as annoying as her, her outfits like, oh. talk to me they are, are they cute no i don't think so and like oh i'll take a picture of a croissant oh 12 million likes uh, no in what universe <laughs> truly unless it's the one from gales <gasps> oh. <laughs> right so my final question to you can you tell me what Henri renames the mini hamburgers that he serves monsieur de beauvoir he gives them like a special name in honor of mel um american sandwich <laughs> are we in trouble <laughs> he calls it buff melanie Oh, Buff Melanie. Is he trying to say Buff Melanie? She's 12. (laughs) Alan. (laughs) He's a monster. (laughs) When the girls make Henri try McDonald's, he makes them try what? You already mentioned one of them earlier. Frog legs. Are we in trouble? (laughs) What is it? Artichoke. Oh! <laughs> I love artichokes. What do you have them with? Nothing. Are they just they're just like a they're side? They're just like in the oil. Oh, it's like three pound for a like pot of artichokes. Right. And you eat it in like two minutes. <laughs> it's like five in there or something. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh wow. Mm. Well, maybe you and Henri can go food tasting. <laughs> yeah, Henri, call me, baby. <laughs> Buff Henri. I <laughs> see Henri's baguettes. Right, anyway. (laughs) Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
this was such a fun introduction to the world of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Thank you so, so much for listening. The response to this podcast is amazing. We don't take it for granted. Not at all. If you have enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a five-star review and a little comment on Apple. I know it's a bit of a schlep sometimes to have to think of the words, but for us, (laughs) we'll award you with metaphorical Big Macs. (laughs) And we won't give you mercury poisoning. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And also, if you haven't already checked them out, we have released a second drop of our gift card collaboration with Zoe Spry. So if you want to check some more amazing 90s and noughties designs, make sure to check them out on her website. That's zoespry.com. That's Z-O-E-S-P-R-Y.com. This film is anything but a snoozing cruise. Right, so that's us done. Shall we um, go ding someone with a bounce bounce in the numbers lab? What? (laughs) I don't know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.